Give me a second. I need to go to the bathroom. Be right back. <laughs> Jesus. So close. So I sit here and leave an editing piece. Something for him to pick up on later and slap in the very beginning of the episode to make me sound like an idiot. But in reality, he just has a small bladder. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Thock, a podcast about the mechanical keyboard hobby and what makes it talk. My name is Theremin Goat, and today I'm joined by my lovely, lovely co-host who drug me into all this nonsense, Vogon PT. Vogon, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How was it yourself? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, so for today's episode, rather than being joined by a guest like we will be doing here in the future, um, this episode is directly following my interview, episode two, in which we get to know a little bit more about me. Um, this one, we will just be interviewing Vogon, um, or rather I will be interviewing Vogon, and you are going to get to learn a bit more about him since he's not quite as um, prolific and shouting nonsense on every Discord forum that you are involved in about switches. So before we actually uh, roll into questions and um, digging through Vogon's entire life story, um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast now if you are currently on episode number three of three. Uh, and if you're new to the podcast, you can find our podcast on most of your standard um, podcast platforms, uh, Google, Spotify, Apple, and as well on our website, thethock.com. Uh, you can get there by Googling uh, The Thock Podcast. That's T-H-E-T-H-O-C-C. Um, so thank you guys for the support thus far along. If it's your continued time supporting or even just your first time supporting, we really appreciate it. So um, at that, let's go ahead and launch on into the questions. So um, as you may have seen with my interview, we are going to launch every one of our, our talks with uh, some of the creators, people from behind the scenes of the keyboard community who we don't often get to talk to with kind of a standardized set of questions. Um, even though these have been hashed out several times, uh, we would like to get, for the record, um, the answers to some of these questions. So first one, being a little bit cheesy as it may be, Vogon, uh, what exactly got you into mechanical keyboards? How did you uh, get involved in this hobby to start with? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a, a curious question. So, you know, um, so I, I had computers ever since I can remember, since I was very young. Uh, you know, my, my first computer was ZX Spectrum 48K. Um, I started with that, and then you know I can't remember if I was 16 or younger at the time. Uh, I further moved into the Commodore Amiga, but you know I had no clue about mechanical keyboards. Um, fast forward, I start uh, a gaming community, um, and uh, I'm very into Counter Strike Source, um, and I decided to buy a keyboard not mechanical because at the time you know it wasn't as it is today in terms of of the fame of them and i remember i had a friend which actually had a cherry keyboard and i remember hearing it i i i don't think that i actually typed on it but i remember him typing on it at home and i'm thinking to myself that's a horrible sound that was at the <laughs> time right um then again, you know, I, because of, of my life, I moved from Portugal. I went into to live into Morocco, and in Morocco, you don't have access to to hardware like you have in Europe, right? And I ended up living five years there with a laptop. Uh, coming back to London, you know, when I moved to London, I decided, you know, it's time to ascend again and to get a a shiny new computer. And when I did, then you know, I decided because I was looking at all of these uh, YouTube uh, channels for hardware, like you know, Linus Tech Tips and etc. Right, and um, and I saw some two or three episodes about about mechanical keyboards, and I was interested. And I thought, you know what, let me probably get one. Obviously, that when you look at it, you you look at the prices of razors and stuff like that, and you know, at the time you're looking at 150 quid for for a keyboard, and you think these guys, everyone is nuts. Right, so I decided to look and f you know try to find, and I ended up finding this uh, very cheap twenty-five quid um, keyboard from a local UK company, gaming company, and I decided you know oh it has all the RGBs, it's a TKL, you know at the time you still look at RGB, and uh, and I decided to get it right. Oh, I don't know, if, and before that I took a bit of time just trying to understand what I wanted as switches. And one of the reasons why I got this one is what is because I wanted linears. So from the mm -hmm. get-go, I knew that I wanted to have linears. 
and um, and I decide to buy it, right? And I I get it home. I start typing on on it, and I think, Jesus Christ, you know, how come I never used this for all this time in my you know IT history? How come I never used a mechanical keyboard before? And it was perfect, perfect. The Otemo Reds, the scratch <laughs> hell they are, and for me it, it was perfect, right? So uh, I guess it was maybe because of that, because of the, the new computer and then starting to get into it. That's probably how it, I got into it. Uh, I obviously, you know, I created a Discord account specifically because of the of the keyboard uh, subreddit. So I started actually using Reddit because of the mechanical keyboard subreddit, not because of the other way around, right? It's curious. Yeah, no, that's actually, uh, it's funny, I think, um, there are a lot of people, at least a lot of the newer folk who end up on some of the Discord servers and end up that same way around um, where they join Reddit, like join a Reddit account just so they can uh, be an active participant. So it's really a, it's really an interesting way that you ended up there. But so I guess from, you know, uh, your your spectrum, your your ZX spectrum all the way through, you know, countries without necessarily the most access to your uh, beloved Utemu Reds and all their oh, scratch. Oh, yes. Um, Amazing. That got you to the doorstep, but uh, how did you how, how did you fall in? Because obviously you're a little further past just Utemu yes. Reds now. Yes. I mean, you yes. started a, a damn podcast. Right? Yeah, true. So basically, yeah. So, so you know, um, I so I started using it, and I started following a lot of, uh, you know, content creators, and one of the p- people that actually started you know, watching his VODs for, you know, from the get-go was I-M-E-U-R-U. And and one of the things I really liked about his stream was the way that he taught people how to actually do the manual work involved, right? And I had never soldered in my life before. Uh, but, you know, I started seeing, seeing it and I thought, you know what, I should give this a try. And I remember that once in, um, in a, a post, someone posted on, on Reddit, um, an AliExpress keyboard, a TKL kit that you could buy for 30 pounds. And again, at the time, I wasn't really into, you know, I, I still had that mind block and, and I would still look at the prices of keycaps and stuff like that and think, these guys are fucking crazy that they do this, <laughs> right? Um, and then, you know, I've started, I started looking, I got, I got that TKL and uh, I decided, you know, buy... Uh, very very cheap soldering iron from Amazon, and I think that the step was when I started. You know, when I decided myself to, you know what, I am going to desolder the TKL that I bought with the Otemos, and I'm going to lube them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't think that was actually the the moment where you do realize. Right. You don't realize that you're actually stepping into the into the hole or you actually dropping into the hole. It's not like you stepped into it. You already dropped into it and you have no clue, right? And um, and I think that, I don't know, I would say that probably the, the time that I realized myself that I really, really joined the deep end was with my first, uh, you know, more expensive keycap set, right? With the, with mm-hmm. the, with the first uh, GMK set that I bought. It's when I, you know, when I actually got numbified by the cost and now you don't really look at it that much right yeah of course no so um no it's really interesting right it's everyone's it's always the the first gmk set that gets you i mean i i really i remember mine right being nautilus uh what was what was your first one um i don't uh, recall it right offhand i was it was ursa Ursa. i was yeah, I was very, 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 very near to get uh, Phosphorus. When I saw Phosphorus, I went like, oh my God, this is an amazing set. Um, I like blue a lot, not as my favorite color, but I do write, like blue. And when I saw Phosphorus in that P with the, with the symbol, you know, mm-hmm. I thought this is a great set. But, you know, it was still the, si- the time where I would look into it and go like $150 for a set. Oh. No way I'm spending that money. You can't tell me though that phosphorus beats that that amazing Paddington ISO energy. Yes, yes, I think it was you know yeah. it was a very the thing with Ursa that I look at and the way that the, the reason why I really liked it that much was because I looked at it as a very toned down set, 
you know, mm-hmm. even for work, it would work very well in, in a board. And then, of course, the Paddington ISO for us ISO users. <laughs> Paddington ISO is like the best ISO ever. Right. Um, so, yeah, kind of uh, moving on through our, our standard list of questions we ask all of our guests. Uh, do you even small? So, uh, do you have a favorite layout uh, with respect to keyboards? Uh, if so, what is that layout and why? Yeah. So, so I so my favorite. Let's separate this into into two two things. So, my favorite layout at home is sixty percent. So, you know, I like the the freedom of of space in the desk that it actually gives you. Uh, but for work, I, um, you know, I started, first of all, obviously, when you start, you think 100% is the best format ever, and how come all these guys are using this ridiculously small keyboards, right? But then, mm-hmm. um, you know, you start getting used to it. And the funny thing is is um, that recently I went back to my 100% Philco, and I thought, Jesus Christ, this looks like a piano, right? And it's, it's so curious how you get used to it. But so I would say for home, 60%. My favorite one uh, for what I do at home, mostly gaming, stuff like that, writing. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't need more. For work, it was 65 until I actually got the, um, the ID80 recently, which is 75. And I realized that I use the F row much more than I, than I thought I do. So I actually mm-hmm. like, uh, for work, I like 75% layout because, you know, you have the dedicated uh, arrow keys. And you also have the Afro, which is helpful for what I do. Again, it depends on what you do, but for me, you know, it's something so, that uh, I really enjoyed. Yeah, seventy-five in the streets and sixties in the sheets. I get it. I'm, exactly. Exactly. Um, so with with your your sixty-five, your sixty, sixty-five, and seventy-five area that you seem to be more focused in. Do you have a, a favorite mounting style within it? Do you like them stiff or do you like them wiggly? Anything in between? I won't. I won't lie. So um, you know, I like to feel stiff at my fingers, right? It's normal that you like to to feel that stiffness. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you, I'm a sucker for brass and for for that type of thing. Although it's pretty shiny objects, right? Correct. Uh, But to be honest, you know, recently I've uh, done two builds. I had I've done the discipline discipline sixty five. PCB mounted, and I've done um, a Q frequency also PCB mounted, and I actually enjoy that weekly part of it. So I, it's a curious thing. I I still haven't made my mind up. I still like the you know the the stiffness more than the weakliness, but you know with age, obviously weakliness just starts to appear, and that might sure. be a connotation to age or not. You never know. I mean, have you? Uh Especially when they're getting more popular, have you given a, a thought towards like half plates or um, partial plates with like flex cuts in them? Yeah, uh, I've I've done so. So the the Q frequency I have it's actually a three D printed case, and mm-hmm. it's plate so it's plateless. It's just the PCB. So yeah. and I actually enjoy it a lot. I actually enjoy the feeling a lot. Now, hmm. um, I think I'm. I haven't experienced F plates yet. That's actually something that might be curious to to try, but I don't know how it would feel in you know in 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 the really the I have a sixty percent that I that I you know one of those typical sixty percent cases, and I bought actually mm-hmm. um, um, a plate. You know what what is the name? It's not palm, but you know acrylic plate or something like that. Uh, Fr four. No, it's not FR four. I, I, you know, I don't have the the name on top of it's my a, head. It's a plastic one, is what you're telling. Yeah, me. one of the plastics. Yeah. So basically, gotcha. basically, you know, and, I, and I'm actually thinking now that I'll probably move, change that board to that plate just to experience, just to feel it how, how it is. Gotcha. Well, that sounds very interesting. Um, you've definitely still got some exploring, even just with the stuff you have in your house. It sounds like so. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I guess the the last question that we have on here. Just a standard one to get a feel for for you and kind of what you do, or how how you operate, I guess, within the the community. Uh, question is tagged as ergo what, bruv? Um, so it's not the the most you know coherent question, 
but obviously with 60s and 65s and 75s, you know, ergonomics and ergo keyboards are not the first thing that comes to people's minds. Um, so, so what is what what are I should say ergonomics to you? Do you have some sort of definition or thought process when that you know fancy buzzword for selling keyboards pops up? Well, I'm going to be very honest because again, I love one of the things I love on the on the hobby is building. Right, it's one of the things that actually drew on me into into the hobby was was the building side of it, and I have a very big you know place in my heart for all the splurgos and all the split keyboards because these are kits that you can buy you know pretty cheap and uh and they actually offer much more work to do than than the your regular keyboard right so mm-hmm. you know i have a very big place in my heart for them i love to build them i love to have them now i cannot use them i'm going to be very honest you know it's something that i've tried and i cannot for the life of me get used to it so i'm pretty much a staggered guy a regular staggered guy you know we have a saying in Portugal that says that old donkeys don't learn new tricks. So it's basically that, right? Your ba- your brain just does not adapt anymore to that, right? So I, I guess I I would say that I'm I'm more of a regular stagger guy, um, but you know I do understand the, the the benefits of of ergonomics, especially on the on the split end, right? But I don't type that much, you know, at the same time to to be able to enjoy that, right? And all the time that I would have to to take to just figure out how to type on those things would be, you know, too much for my for what I want to do. No, that's that's very fair. Um, some of the some of the crazier ones still get me to this day. You know, the um, oh gosh, not the not the ergo doxes. Those are pretty tame. I'm thinking something like the the ones that curve to fit the hand or some of these crazier split ones. Um, oh, yeah. In case I, you, you, I, genies. <laughs> like, I think genies are have 10 keys or something. Like, oh, like, how, why? Yeah. Why do you want to You just use 10 keys when you can have six? Well, if you, if you really want to break yourself, um, if you go, like, onto Twitter, since Japanese community is really big on Twitter for mechanical keyboards, there are some in, absolutely insane, like, just mind-breaking um, split keyboards, Earth, ergo, ortho, any prefix you can think of boards. Like if you want to permanently break your brain a little bit, I highly recommend checking that out. So yeah, I have a, I actually have a, I I have a board that I had to buy because of a reason, and and we'll maybe get into it. But uh, you that know, sounds it, which very is, uh, cryptic. Well, uh, it's it's one of those things that uh, you know I just saw it and I was like, I have to have this right, which is just a. So it's called Ergo Forty Two, and it's a it's a split Ergo board, right? And okay. I bought it because apparently the guy that actually does it is also a fan of the same writer that that I am. So you know, I had to just buy it. That's that's what it is. Oh, that's really interesting. But um, kind of as to a point that you had brought up earlier in this last question, you said you know building is what really really had sucked you into the hobby or at least brought in your, your interest deeper. Uh, I, I gotta ask. So, uh, for those of you who aren't aware of Vogon's, um, Reddit username, it's you Vogsphere or V O G sphere. And, um, there is a post on here that I've seen that is a magic force 68, with 2.3 thousand upvotes so definitely on the front page for the day that it was posted i gotta ask what what is it about this builder or i guess for those people who don't quite know what i'm talking about offhand what uh, what makes this build you know front page worthy if you will for um rmk well well, so so it's a funny story right so i had the picture of that so i had that picture in my head for eight months and that picture like, is of of what? Of basically a Fallout. Uh, so it's so it's so it's a it's a Magic Four sixty eight, which has been customized to fit the Fallout team, right? And to the Nuka Cola. If, if you're familiar with Fallout, uh, basically Nuka Cola, everyone knows. And so, um, it's a funny thing. So, how did it happen? So basically, I bought that uh, Magic Force TKL kit. Not TKL, sorry, Magic Force kit. I bought it on uh, on one of my AliExpress um, binges, right? Where I go into AliExpress and I just look at stuff. 
And I, I noticed that they had this uh, Magic Force uh, TKL kit unassembled for like, uh, I don't know, 30, 30 pounds, something like that. Yeah. And I decided, hey, you know what? Let me buy it. You know, I like to build. I like to solder. So, you know, it's another thing, another one to do. And so I, I, I got that board and it actually sat on a, on a shelf for maybe more than two months, right? Just sat <laughs> there. Yeah. And, um, you know, just thinking, because one of the things that I had since the beginning when I bought it, one of the things that I, that I had on my mind was that, you know what, I want to take out that Magic Force logo out of it. I want to paint it maybe white or something like that, but I want to take out the the Magic Force logo. And um, and then yet another bench, I actually find uh, a keycap set uh, for Nuka-Cola, right, from KP Republic. And, and I went like, you know what? That could be a good project, right? That that could that could fit. Uh, and me being yeah, a, a you know a fan of of Fallout, I thought you know what this this would be a nice one. And then you know it it all came together. So I thought started thinking you know what could could I make this board with this keycap set? It actually fit because you know Magic Forces are uh, even though they're sixty eight percent, they have uh, you know typical keycap um, layout, so you don't need special keycaps. So that was a, a good thing. Then, you know, I had some, I had the uh, Gatron Reddings that I had used on a Philco, uh, on a TKL Philco that I, that I had built. Um, and I decided, you know, I had, because of the Philco, I had to cut the 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 plastic, uh, uh, how do you call it, the, the plastic prongs that go into the mm-hmm. PCB. So they were no longer PCB mounted. They were just plate mounted. And so I didn't yep. really have uh, much use for them anymore. And I thought, you know what, this could also work. They read like the, the the concept, and so I decided to paint the the board with the full Nuka Cola team. And the icing on the cake was when I found a desk mat with the with the same with the same uh, theme, right? So the reason why I say it took like eight months to take that picture was because I had a picture in my head from the from the time I saw the keycaps, but then mm-hmm. you know it took time to. You know, when I got the, the so so I got the mouse mat right when COVID happened, and the mouse mat stayed in customs for around two months before it got delivered, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously then the the color correction because I wanted to give it a look like the Fallout look, you know that that vintage that hazy color, rusty that hazy kinda. rusty, yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually was a was a you know was a was a fun project to do. Uh, no, it looks project. it looks beautiful. I'm I'm very happy that um, it kind of turned out the way that you wanted. It's not it's not I wouldn't say it's not often, but it's not uh, often that boards come together with such a cohesive theme between it and everything. You know, all the peripherals with it. So I mean, kudos to you, man. It it turned out like an Thanks, absolutely man. amazing yeah. picture. Yeah, and it was funny. Um, like you you were mentioning before, but but I think it's an important point, right? Where where it's a magic force. And it's the funny thing about the community, right? Is that uh, here it is also coming back to to our previous episode and that toning down of a lot of people. There you go. This is a magic force that was able to, you know, and people loved it, right? You, so you don't need to have a key cult to love it. That's probably my message. Now, that being said, are you still typing on this? Or are you typing on your your Rama key cult Alice? No, clone? so no, so so basically, I'm. Uh, uh, at the moment, I'm actually tapping on the on the on Discipline 65 because some 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 person in uh in a, in Discord sent me a message about you know with a picture of a of a discipline, and yes, I'm talking to you, Mister Go, and um and I actually you know I thought oh yeah right my my discipline you know that um so I did the discipline I actually did um Gatron blacks regular regular Gatron blacks milky tops. And um, and I've but I've changed the the springs to TX sixty five springs, and I loved okay. it. And I can say that it's actually I really enjoy the sixty five springs, you know the TX sixty five springs. So I may, when TX finally opens again to, to, to to Europe and to to mm-hmm. ship to Europe again, I, I might get some some more of these because you know I don't know but. I'm considering even even I'm considering that even for my tangerines to probably try the these springs on them to see how how, how they feel. So that was so that was a no on the the key call and all that. You don't have any of those, or 
Have you yeah. kind of reached that higher end of the market yet? Well, it, it so as you grow into the hobby, right? Yeah, I think it's in, mm-hmm. inevitable that you will get there, right? But but I think it's like you know, it's very easy for people that are starting out to see key cults and people posting pictures of key cults and TGRs and all those those you know epic or how people like to to name them the the end game boards which i don't really believe there is an end game especially for me being a builder but that's another story but <laughs> you know you look at at those boards and obviously you know it's it's like looking at your car and looking at the ferrari you have that thing that eventually one day i would like to have one now i am not at the point of being able to get there because there's several things when I so when I buy my boards and when I buy my my hardware I don't buy it with the intent of eventually selling it so my mindset is always if I'm buying this is because I want to have it and I want to keep it right and when I spend mm-hmm. that money that money is gone and it's going to be with me so obviously you know your tastes change your your uh, you know you get used to different things so I'm not saying that I won't get there what I say is that I wouldn't spend 1000 pounds on a keyboard. So not what yet. I say is that, you know, I don't know. I don't know if, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if it's not yet. I, I don't think that. Yes, I would pay group by prices for a key cult, but I would not spend one thousand pounds on a keyboard. Sure, uh, I just no, think I, that, I understand that. You know what I mean? I just think, especially you know, another thing is that high end. What is high end, right? There's a big thing for me, at least. My point of view is that. There's a big difference in the community in terms of what is high-end and what is price. So it's two different Mm. things, right? One thing is that you can have something that is very expensive and then people buy it because it's very expensive so they they can flex that they have that, right? And the other thing is high-end products, which are not necessarily expensive, right? And and we have examples of boards that nowadays are, you know, considered to be high-end and they cost the same on... On the on the Mac market, right? Like, like the Satisfaction seventy five, etc. And at the mm-hmm. beginning, probably weren't considered to be that type of board, right? So, you know, it's 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 complicated. I I, I won't say that I won't get there, but um, I I just say that it will take a journey to get there. I guess. Yeah. So you, uh, so obviously, I mean, based on that, you don't you don't see yourself much as a beginner. Um, I, I myself am gosh, something like three and a half years into this hobby. So things like you know, pricing and kind of board design and a lot of the changes that I've seen over the years are, um, well, I mean, they're firmly ingrained in my brain because I'm I, a little bit further along in the hobby than you are. But you are, you said what, a year, year and a half, right? Uh, yeah, probably a year and a half. A year and a half in? Yeah, yeah. And so what's the, I mean... I guess from that perspective, um, you know, how does it feel? And I don't mean to like say this in any sort of, of talking down way, but how does it feel looking up towards you know, or looking up at people who've been around longer in the hobby who do kind of um, take part in these, you know, expensive group buys and, and not even people like me. I mean, we're talking people with five, six years of experience. Yes, who have that's what I mean. 30 keyboards. And I mean, what's that? What's that look like from the beginner's end and not even necessarily just the beginner's end? Because I remember what my end was like, but I also wasn't wanting to make a podcast a year and a half into yeah, the whole keyboards thing. No. So, 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 so I, I, because of my involvement on my deep involvement. So, so, so let me just do a little cut and just do a little bracket in this, right? So I am a geek. Okay, and the way I define geeks are people that when they want to learn something about a subject, doesn't matter what subject that that is, it could be keyboards, it could be toothpicks, it could be whatever, mm-hmm. they go and they find out everything there is to know about that, right? They want to, inf- they want information, they want to learn. So they, they look at things much deeper than some some other person which will go like oh okay so what 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 keyboard oh yeah so this keyboard is what everyone says oh creams because everyone says creams are the best and that's it right thank you Teha. 
Shout Thank out to you, Thank you, Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like we're, we're actually always slamming on him for Teja. Yeah. Again, well, I, I have had, to say... I had nothing against Nathan Kim. A, I, I like the guy. I have he to does say, great content. I have to say that the first lubing, you know, the way that I lube my first switches, again, back on the 25 quid, um, you know, keyboard, was mm-hmm. because of a video from Teja that taught me how to do it. So, you know, obviously appreciation to him in in his uh in his work obviously nowadays he just you know his level we know that because of his level as an influencer he says that these switches are great and all of the little kids that just started obviously because he is the you know i would say the number one name in the community in terms of influencing people people will follow him that's completely normal right but um you know um I do because I, because I've been connected to the community so much and I've watched so much you know so much content on 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 keyboards and stuff. I do understand that it's a journey, and I do understand that you know you don't get there just because of starting out. And and I could get there today, right? If I had the money for it, I could get there today, and I would spend you know I wouldn't care, and I would just put posts on on Mac market saying I want to buy this TGR and I want to buy this and that and that right so but I think that it's a it's a process right like 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 we were talking before I think it's a process where where um people just you know eventually you know you get your board and then eventually you will sell it because it has had its time and you're back into new things and the, mm-hmm. the board that you loved and you thought this is the greatest thing you end up realizing that you're going to sell it you know, and and I think it's all about that, right? It it is. Um, I look at it as if you are four or five years in the hobby, you have had so much more stuff that eventually, when you're selling something, and it's not. And again, that's for a whole episode about flipping. That's <laughs> a big, big, big thing. But anyway, but you know, if you're selling something because you don't want it anymore, right? Obviously, that you, it, it was something very curious that, that always bothered me at the beginning was how can these people have all of this money to buy all these things, right? And this mm-hmm. is something that a lot of beginners look at it and go like, first of all, everyone, like, like we speak, spoke before, but everyone would go, are these people crazy spending all this amount of money on, on, uh, on plastic, right? And when you hear uh, before when Topcock still did the is his news show right and they would say oh this is a cheap set and now uh, today i am on that on that on that mindset when i look at it at a set just costs 110 dollars i go oh this is cheap mm-hmm. right but when i started 110 dollars just for keycaps are these people insane what 1000 dollars for a keyboard are these people insane but you understand that it's a, it's an evolution right it's you don't start out because of, first of all, what's going to happen? If you start and you have money, what you're going to do? You're going to buy a key cult with creams because it's what they have told you to do. And you're going to burn out quick. Yeah. Then you're going to burn out, yeah. burn out quick because you don't have that experience of knowing exactly what you like. Mm-hmm. And and again, this is all, we come back to the same thing. People in the hobby don't like to, to talk about it, which is personal preference. But I think it's very important. And and one of my messages to a lot of people that I speak with is don't listen to you know don't listen to everyone and 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 experience yourself you know yeah, going back go out to and uh, explore right exactly. be the inner geek that you were you kind of talked exactly. about before and you mentioned and, all the time and if you feel that you know Gatron reds are the best switch for you don't let anyone tell you that that's not correct because in the end it's you, right? It's your preference. For other, for another person, they might be, you know, knocking at your door saying, "Oh, but you haven't tried the Holy Pandas, the best switch ever." I've tried the Holy Pandas, and I didn't feel it anything. Again, I don't like tactiles. I'm sorry, guys, mm-hmm. but I don't like tactiles, right? So, for me, I would never spend five dollars on a switch on a Holy Panda, right? Because I don't see the the value on it personally, right? So, so yeah, it's, that makes it makes sense. It, it's a lot of that, right? So, but I think it's actually a journey that you all, everyone needs to do. It's a journey, and and there's no no bad on starting out small, right? Because that's how you learn, and that's how you. If you no, would I'm... be able to buy a Ferrari 
from the get-go. So you get your driver's license and the first car you buy is a Ferrari. You would not be able to appreciate it the way that someone that started with a Fiat and then moved to a Ford and then moved to a Mercedes, you would not be able to appreciate it the same way, right? You no, and I think that's a, that's a really... I'd say it's a really wise perspective, especially from someone who's who's not quite as far into the hobby as a lot of us are when we realize that. And, uh, I mean, it really speaks to, uh, again, it, it just, I mean, not like talking down at you, but no, I, I mean, mean, it really speaks well to your, um, the fact that you have spoken with people and tried to, to communicate and learn as much as you can from people and things like that's kind of how, and we ended up in in conversation in the first place, right? Correct. Correct. You know, I, I think it was I bounced into some MKUK um, just chit chat session, and you're probably like, "Students on something." He keeps talking about switches every time we try and change the conversation. He just <laughs> he screams at a really high pitch until we start talking about switches. Switches, again. switches, but, switches. Turn back the the thing into switches. <laughs> Right. Something like that. But no, and it's, but then, you know, you reached out to me and you're like, okay, so this guy's on something, but, you know, tell me, Rain Man, how many, how many max, how many matches are in this box when I toss it on the ground? Exactly. So it's, you know, and things like that's, that's how we got connected. And I can only imagine that you are doing the same thing with other people, both in, you know, the UK and beyond. But, um, I mean, that, that drive to connect obviously bleeds into it. I mean, bleeds into this podcast and kind of our, our want with it. But, like, it's one thing to want to do something, but what where exactly does that drive for, um, you know, something so unnatural as a podcast come in? Like, where's your, where's your drive for content creation come from? So... So like we spoke, so so I'm an old guy, and I, uh, not that that old. Again, I, I like to say that I'm an old guy, but I'm I'm much older than than the regular people. In in you know at, at least the MK, not MK, but the the mechanical keyboard, the Reddit, uh, you know, uh, questionnaire. I'm much older than mm-hmm. than the average there, right? So being that, I always I will I always love the radio, right? I I come from that time, and I always liked radio. And so I got really attached to podcasts. Even before uh, the keyboard hobby, I got really attached to keyboards uh, to, to podcasts because, you know, I always enjoyed it. So for, I don't know, several years, I had, uh, you know, I had uh, an idea that, hey, you know, this would be a fun thing to, 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 to do, right? Uh, I like the medium. I, I like how, how it can be heard wherever you are. And people can hear it, you know, when they do fitness or when they go to work or whatever. But it gives you, uh, it's not a type of medium that it's, you have to be there. Although I do love streaming, you know, that I've started streaming too, etc. But, you know, it's not the same type of content. It's it's something that people can listen to whenever they want. And um, and again, like you said, the, the voice and people saying that, oh, you know, you should, you should be on, on radio or something like that. And I had this throughout my life, right? People saying, oh, you should be on radio or something. And one day I thought, you know what? Maybe this would be would be an idea to just try this out, right? And so I started thinking about the, the format of the podcast, what would I like to do in terms of the mechanical keyboard hobby and what could I, you know, bring to 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 the to the to the to the hobby. And I, yeah. I thought, you know what? Listen to people that, you know, all these people like Again, you and again, you are not at that level with other people that we also want to interview. But you know, it was actually something like that. Is that people that I started reading your articles before even you joining that that Discord talk, right? So, mm-hmm. and it was funny because then I see, hey, there it is. Termin Goat is here, right? And that's when I decided also to contact you. And and it's one of the things I do is that I like to talk. And I guess people can can notice that I, I like to talk. It's one of the things I always loved is communication. So I thought, you know what? Let's join two things, two passions that I have, you know, audio podcasting and with the hobby. And let's just try to do something nice, right? And hey, we'll see if it works out or not, right? No, that's, I mean, it's really noble. I mean, you're obviously, um, you know, for, for, you know, 
success or for bust you're you're trying to make an improvement in a hobby and you know i can't i mean i personally can't thank you enough for that i uh as i was getting started in the hobby one of my biggest things was you know there's so many content creators even at the time but they all seemed um slightly out of reach and i know this sounds weird you know me saying it and yet still being a part of it but having content that's a little bit more accessible and at a um, a much yeah. more reasonable pace than necessarily watching, um, you know, top clack news videos every, you know, day that they come out and trying to feel like you've got to keep up with every geek hack article and, uh, you know, not having that, but having content at a little bit more of your own pace and talking to some yeah. of the. And it's funny uh, because one of my yeah. personal experiences, right, is that um, I remember making a post on the on the UK uh, MK, so basically on the on UK Reddit for keyboards, asking, mm-hmm. "Hey, do you guys get together somewhere, etc.? You know, because I'm in London and you know I'd like to meet people that like to talk about keyboards. You guys actually hang up in a pub or something, and uh, and it was actually on that post that I was directed to the MK UK Discord. So for a long time, I would be browsing uh uh you know mech, me, mechanical keyboard reddit watching videos but not really you know in the community right and so it was actually a big breakthrough for me was when i decided to join the mkuk community and i advise mm-hmm. everyone if you guys are not still on you know it doesn't matter which, which discord server for keyboard con you know communities but it is very interesting you will find a lot of people that, you know, have the same tastes as you as, you know, they have the same passion. And, you know, the the warm that I got from, from everyone in the community has been amazing. And that actually changes your way of looking at things. So I say that, you know, when I joined the, 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 um, the Discord, the MKU UK Discord server, there is Jay, right, from Top Clack. And, and if you don't know anyone, you just look at this person, Jay, top clack right that like you were saying those those individuals and the first contact i had with jay was amazing you know such such a it's when you realize that even though they may look like these people that are far away everyone is very together right and everyone enjoys new people coming into the hobby so yeah so i think that's very for sure yeah yeah i think it's very important for people to join discords and you know don't be afraid to just reach out to people Right, it, it, you might be surprised in terms of how they react to you, and you know how people are so uh, are friendly. Because it's obvious that you would you you would think you know uh, when I went to Bristol to to the to the to the meetup in Bristol, I, I actually met Jay on, on a coffee shop, and I was thinking you know it's Jay, uh, probably the guy doesn't know me from anywhere, and he was so open from the beginning, right? Because everyone there just likes keyboards. And so we're all there because we all have a passion for that. And and that is something that I, you know, I need to say in our community, it's one of the things I loved about is that, you know, I've, I've came from Counter-Strike community, which is very toxic as most of the gaming communities. <laughs> and it's one of the things I really loved about it, right? Is, is the, the, the camaraderie of, of it, the, you know, the, the closeness that people have between each other yeah no that's it's noble and um, i mean while you're you're not changing that necessarily you're you're still trying to leave your mark and and better that um that open channel of communication and that content creation um you know platform by which people can get to know both the community around keyboards, but also keyboards a little bit better. It's, it's really Correct. good. Yeah. So uh, I guess to kind of build off that, though, since you are um, effectively making a change within the community and all this in this podcast. Uh, even for the worse, right? We never know. <laughs> even, <laughs> even for the worse, yeah. Uh, I guess my question is if you had to pick, like, and, and obviously this is you know some change that you're making, but if you had to pick you know, one thing about where the community is right now. It could be something tangible, intangible. It could be a person, you know, strike this goat guy off the face of the earth. You know, if you yes. could change one thing about the hobby, um, do you have something in mind that you would want to so, do? So first thing I would do Soapbox is ready. Huh? Just 
change those tabs, please, guys. Just make stabs something. You know, joke, right? But you know, stabs are the. It's it's my pet peeve from the keyboard community. Stabs are the most expensive part of a keyboard, and they suck. So, someone get on it and just make something better. But uh, on a more serious note, right? So, like I said, one of the things I loved was the um, the inclusion that the community has, and um, so so, you know, my message would be, gatekeeping is a thing. We understand gatekeeping is a thing and that, you know, there's people like in every area of the society, right? So it's not only our, our community everywhere, right? Where, you know, hey, I've been here for 10 years and all this, and all of a sudden this young kid comes and thinks that he is the bomb. And, you know, we have that. And so I would love that the community continue. We are having a huge influx of people, even compared to when I started. And I can feel that and I'm only a year and a half, two years on the community, and, and I can feel that. So I can feel that we are having this huge influx of young people into the, into the hobby. A lot of them will continue to be the same type of person that basically just wants to buy a mechanical keyboard and post the pictures of their N2 Pro with uh, you know custom keycaps that they bought from AliExpress on, on, uh, on the Reddit, right? And mm-hmm. even that, I think it should be incentivized because I made that mistake, right? And reminds me of a video that I watched from our friend Glasses, right? Where he jokes about that. But everyone does that mistake. Everyone wants to post their the picture of their first keyboard that costs 30 pounds. And then later on on the hobby you understand, oh yeah, of course. You know, the here are all these people with all these amazing boards looking at this and going, what the hell are you talking about? But at the same time, you know, I look at it as these people are happy because they found something and they want to share it with everyone. So, so what I would say is that you know incentivize those people because you never know when that 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 person that posted that you know uh, N2 Pro with custom keycaps from YMDK, right? Very cheap. You never know when that person is going to be the next content creator, next you know board developer, next person to do something for the community too, right? So, you know incentivize people. Keep keep positive, right? Don't gatekeep. Out of and I need to mention this because this pissed me off so much at a certain point, right? <laughs> so I've posted on there's a one of the subreddits you, you you I'm sure you are aware, but one of the subreddits is called Custom Keyboards, right? Yeah, I call it the Gatekeeper Keyboards, and I'm sorry, guys, from the Custom Keyboard, but you are. And so I've posted my um nightmare build on there right so basically custom keyboard 3d printed case with a custom pcb with custom switches because i spring swapped them etc right Mm -hmm. and i posted there one of the posts there was poor man's vea which yes it's based off the vea board but the words poor man so what you're telling me on that answer is that this subreddit is not for custom keyboards but it's for expensive keyboards and that changes completely the the thing right so don't be gatekeepy you know i understand obviously on a, on a custom keyboards uh you know subreddit which they have their clear rules on it you don't want to see n2 pros i totally understand that but don't immediately attack someone just because you know you feel like it doesn't belong to us because it's not expensive enough. Anyway, I'm ranting. No, that's, that's that's kind of the point of the question, right? I mean, that's sorry. Let me rephrase that. That's kind of the reason that you put the question in in the first place. Mm, did I? <laughs> this was your idea. <laughs> so, um, so with that, your full circle soapbox was complete. But I mean, no, that's that's a very fair point. Even even not being you know preachy about it. Yeah, uh, not being preachy about it, things like gatekeeping are, um, you know, are, are detrimental to our future, right? Because if I was just uh, an asshole to Vogon out the gate, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast with him and raking in um, our millions of views and billions oh, of yes. dollars on Patreon or whatever we're doing, right? Um, exactly. Just, just no. opening champagne bottle. Right? Yeah. Don Perignon, only the <laughs> exactly. best. Exactly. But... Only the best. 
no, on that note, though, so obviously we're in the process of moving this along and recording now, but 2020 has been, oh, Christ, a roller coaster. It has been a roller coaster in life, um, in many people's lives, the world as a whole. Yes. Um, yours, I'm sure, included, but what, I mean, not that it's a complete disaster yet, yet, and I say that as someone living in the U.S. currently, but... Uh, what what's what's next? What is what's the horizons look like for Vogon? What are the plans? And that could be anything: life, keyboards. Um. Well, so I have the podcast, right? Which is uh, one of the big projects that I'm doing, and I started streaming also, which you know I did for for fun. You know, I decided, hey, let, let me try and stream a board, a build, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And, and I'm doing it for fun. I, I wanted to do two more of them, uh, but. You know, again, it's um, like I said, because I've most of the boards that I build are my own boards. Obviously, you don't have content to just, you know, you don't have money to just build boards every week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and other than that, just, you know, learn more, right? That's 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 basically the idea is get get more into the hobby, get more into into the stuff and just, you know, we'll see what what the next project is, I guess. Fair enough. Well, at that, um, I believe we are, are roughly expended through the questions we had planned. So uh, thank you, Vogon, for showing up to your own podcast <laughs> to answer your it's own questions that thank you Thank you helped. for inviting me. Thank you. <laughs> um, but no, so at that, thanks. Um, thank you to all our listeners for having stuck through the podcast um, thus far along. I um, hope to see you guys in future episodes. And at any of the locations where our podcast is posted, it's things like Google, um, Google, Apple, Spotify, um, basically, yeah, anywhere you get your podcasts, and including our website, thethock.com, T-H-E-T-H-O-C-C.com. And until next time, guys, I uh, hope you all having a having a great day and continue to have a great week. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for joining. Have a good one.